Remember that time is money. He that can earn ten shillings a day by his labors and goes abroad, or sits idle on half of that day, though he spends but six pence during his diversion or idleness, ought not to reckon that the only expense he has really spent, or rather thrown away, five shillings besides. Remember that credit is money. If a man lets his money lie in many hands, after it is due, he gives me the interest, or so much as I can make of it during that time. This amounts to a considerable sum when a man has good and large credit, and makes good use of it. Remember that money is of prolific, generating nature. Many can beget money, and its offspring can beget more, and so on. Five shillings churned is six, churned again is seven and three pence, and so till it becomes a hundred pounds. The more is of it, the more it produces, every churning, so that the profits rise quicker and quicker. He that kills a breeding so destroys all her offsprings to the thousandth generation. He that murders a crown destroys all that it might have produced, even scores of pounds. Remember that six pounds a year is but a groat a day. For this little sum, which may be daily wasted either in time or expense, unperceived, a man of credit may, on his own security, have the constant possession and use of a one hundred pounds. So much in stock briskly churned by an industrious man produces a great advantage. Remember this saying, the good pay master is lord of another man's purse. He that is known to pay punctually and exactly at the time he promises may at any time and on any occasion raise all the money his friends can spare. This is sometimes of great use. After industry and frugality, nothing contributes more to the raising of a young man in the world than punctuality and justice in all of his dealings. Therefore, never keep borrowed money an hour beyond the time you promised, lest a disappointment shut your friend's purse forever. The most trifling actions that affect a man's credit are to be regarded. The sound of your hammer at five in the morning or nine at night, heard by a creditor, makes him easy six months longer. But if he sees you at a billiard table, or hears your voice at a tavern, when you should be at work, he sends for his money the next day, demands it before he can receive it in a lump. <clears throat> it shews, besides, that you are mindful of what you owe. It makes you appear a careful as well as honest man, and that still increases your credit. Beware of thinking all your own that you possess, and of living accordingly. It is a mistake that many people who have credit fall into. To prevent this, keep an exact account. For some time, both of your expenses and your income, if you take the pains at first to mention particulars, it will have this good effect. You will discover how wondrously small trifling expenses amount up to large sums, and will discern what might have been and may for the future be saved without, oca without occasioning any great inconvenience. In short, the way to wealth, if you desire it, is as plain as the way to market. It depends chiefly on two words, industry and frugality. That is, waste neither time nor money, but make the best use of both. Without industry and frugality, nothing will do, and with them, everything. 
He that gets all that he can honestly and saves all he gets, necessary expenses accepted, will certainly become rich. If that being who governs in the world, to whom all should look for a blessing on their honest endeavors, doth not in his wise providence otherwise determine. By an old Englishman.